Hello and welcome to the 21st episode of Fempag and Negress. We have our Fempags. Hello. And we have our Negress. Hey. So, how are we doing? Um, you know, hanging in there. Yeah. yeah, much of the same. I mean, I feel like our intros are becoming more and more nondescript. We're just like, yeah, <laughs> life. Um... Life has stopped. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've, I'm kind of running out of things to watch. Um, not running out of things to watch. You're never going to run out of things to watch. But I'm kind of like, I'm kind of just like looking at the screen when I watch things now and just blankly staring at it and not paying attention. <laughs> Yeah, no, I feel that. <laughs> so yeah, um, apart from that, I'm okay, and I've been t- kind of taking care of myself recently. I've been like, you know, eating fruit and veg, and like going outside a wee bit every now and again. And but um, the only shit thing is like one of my cats is sick, and that's really stressing me out. Oh, well, yeah. send in love to your cat. Oh, hopefully she'll be okay. Oh, good vibes for Nymeria. <laughs> well, you know, cats are strong creatures i'm sure yeah. she'll, she'll i think she's just like you know how they they like to eat stuff so i think she's eating like some plastic or some shit like they like for some weird reason they're like really fixated on like plastic and um, so i really hope she's not just like ingested something like that <laughs> well i'm sure you'll you'll find out soon enough uh, we'll find out soon yep <laughs> <laughs> i went to the vets yesterday and that was like when i was um like uh, earlier on, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna like put on some jeans, and uh, it was horrendous, uh, really painful. And like by the time I got to the vets, I was just like, never wearing jeans ever again in my life. No, that that was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, joggies all the way. Joggies all the way. I mean, I personally don't relate to that, but I don't. I think I own one pair of joggies. I I might start wearing more sport clothes because it might inspire exercise. If I'm already wearing the, the fashions. I think 2021 is going to be like a year of active wear. I think everyone's going to be like literally on the like, oh, like we just wear comfies now and uh, things for jogging with because like this is the only thing we can do each day. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I think if it was just like a collective understanding, like we all just wear comfy clothes and I don't know, I just feel like that feels so far removed from who I am and what I stand for. I'm like, I would much rather be uncomfortable than, but like... Than not be fashion. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I can't massively relate, but I appreciate the idea of always being ready to exercise. Yeah. I feel like just like my body doesn't have the capacity to cope with any level of discomfort now. Like it's really weird. (laughs) I mean, if you just like spend your life in pajamas, then... (laughs) Exactly. You're not going to like, you know... I mean, well, we can't take ibuprofen now anyway because of the potential implications of worsening COVID-19, so... God, I know. There's so many things we... There's so many restrictions now. I know. Ibuprofen, where are you at? Yeah. (laughs) Go outside, can't take anti-inflammatories. I know. I know. They're taking all our rights. I know. (laughs) Can't get a haircut. I know. It's so funny. Like, whenever I'm working at the shop and... Um, old people come in like the things that they complain about are always so like trivial to me yeah um, it's all it is genuinely always things like that 
and then they'll also be convinced that the you know the virus isn't real i mean tired of the virus isn't real people they really need to give it a rest like i mean i can't it, what do, what do you need to happen do you need to be in intensive care is that <laughs> is that all that will make you believe that it's real <laughs> yeah oh my god there was um like tons of protesters um i don't know if you've seen that and they were all like in big groups i can't even remember what they were just like right-wing americans all protesting yeah. the lockdown and it's so funny because there's this like meme and do you know that scene in um uh the scene in bridesmaids where they're in the wedding shop and she's like eating the sweets and she's sweating because she's so ill um like oh god i don't think i have i, I actually really like bridesmaids but i can't remember anything about it <laughs> so i'll give you context so basically there's a scene where um uh kristen wiggs character is in like a a wedding shop and she's trying to pretend that this restaurant hasn't made her really ill because she oh. was the one that made the decision to go and then <laughs> the um the antagonist is basically trying to you know she's like are you sure you're not all right maybe you'd feel better if you just threw up and she's like no no i'm fine and she's like dripping in sweat like she looks visibly ill but loads of people are sharing that meme around and it's <laughs> protesters like um the protesters pretending they're all right <laughs> like after contracting the virus um so i suppose we better get on to the f- next um edition of the isolation diaries yeah so this week we're talking to amanda aka honeypop kisses who is a social media influencer and also runs a vintage shop called hello vintage um a couple of years ago, was it last year or the year before, we did um, a little bit of modelling for um, her vintage store. Yeah, yeah, that was a really fun time. Um, yes, yeah, so Amanda, so it was for the Oh Hello Vintage um, launch. Um, ourselves and a bunch of other um, creatives from around Scotland all modelled for her. It was a really fun time. Um, and yeah, we've kind of like kept in touch since. So yeah, we thought she'd be a really great guest on the podcast. So yeah, um, enjoy. In this week's podcast, we continue on with a new segment that we are calling Isolation Diaries, a series of interviews surrounding isolations, the issues and opportunities that are arising as a result of lockdown, and how we're all coping and how we're keeping busy. Continuing on with this, today we are joined by Amanda, aka Honey Pop Kisses. How are we doing? Hi! Um, yeah, all right. I feel like I'm going between completely insane nervous breakdown level to this isn't happening, complete denial. So, mm. good, I guess. Yeah, yeah. it's a good cycle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I feel like someone described it really well to me um, the other day, saying that everyone's going through, like, the, like, stages of grief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, but I feel like I'm going through them, like, every hour, like, really manically. <laughs> yeah, I'm in denial right now, until I go to the <laughs> Yeah, it's like, pick what, pick what stage of grief you're at, like, because there's going to be one that everyone's in at the moment. I definitely feel like today I'm in denial, like, it's just what's happening. The one I hate is anger. I get like quite angry sometimes. I'm like, 
like there's nothing you can do about it though and then I like kind of talk myself out of it quite quickly. I feel like de- anger definitely comes from like watching the news because I just get so frustrated. Yeah I mean Trump is telling people to inject people with like what was it disinfectant or something now so yeah it's getting kind of terrifying out there. Well oh in his in his defense if you did inject yourself with bleach it probably would get rid of the virus you'd also die <laughs> but <laughs> That's actually crazy. I actually saw this morning that the uh, mayor of Vegas or Nevada or whatever Las Vegas is, um, is like now wanting to open casinos back up. And I'm like, I understand like you want to make the economy better, blah, blah, blah. But so many people will die. (laughs) I just don't get it. It's not even the economy. They're just greedy. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Like, are you? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's absolutely mental. And then the photo that was circulating like a couple of weeks ago of um, there was a car park in Vegas where they basically painted on boxes so homeless people could socially distance whilst they were sleeping. Uh, so every hotel in Vegas is basically empty, but you're not gonna help anyone. Yeah, I mean Vegas is a terrible place. I've been there once, and I just I remember just being like, "What the hell is this? Like, what kind of?" terrifying ridiculous space is this so many people were like oh my god you're gonna have like the best time and go to like old vegas and blah blah and like i did love the architecture and i did love like all the neon signs and like blah 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 but like everyone just looks dead behind the eyes like (laughs) yeah it was it was completely bonkers it was totally crazy Plus, it's like 400 degrees there. It's so hot. I was surprised by, though, as well, was that there was just hundreds of kids there. I didn't expect people to take their children to Vegas. But yeah, it was it's like, like a holiday. It's like Disneyland for adults, but also take your kids. It's so weird. I was most shocked about it, because we, we, we went to New York for, like, a friend's wedding, and we were like, oh, we've never been to Vegas. We'll just, like, fly there from New York. It's, like, quite close. And um, we got off the plane... And there was people smoking in the airport. And I was so shocked. And Rich is just like, we're in Vegas. And I was like, but they're smoking in the airport. And he's like, if this is the worst thing you see whilst you're here. And I was like, okay, right, okay, God. They also have like slot machines at the airport. So you can gamble before and after you get on your plane. It's crazy. Yeah, I didn't, to be fair, I wasn't that shocked at that. I just thought the smoking <laughs> indoors thing like completely blew my mind. Yeah, you can, like, disappoint your family before you even land. <laughs> yeah, before you've even left the airport, you've lost all of your money. Yeah, it seems like a really, really gay place, but all the fabulousness has been, like, taken away from it, so it's just, like, chaotic and loud. I think the thing that got... <laughs> not the thing that ruined it for me, because I feel like I would go back maybe with, like, girlfriends, but we went to, like, the old strip, and there was a guy in a diaper basically just like performing outside for people and he looked so sad and people were just taking pictures of of him and throwing like dimes at him and I was like oh my god where am I? (laughs) I've walked into an episode of Black Mirror and it is not fun. (laughs) Yeah I think that like maybe the people who really enjoy Vegas the most are the actual addicts of like the gambling addicts and I think if they open Vegas again people will like risk their lives to go and like gamble so I think it's pretty atrocious. Yeah that they're deciding to do that it's yeah it's crazy. 
Um, has the online community that you have cultivated over the years gained uh, added value during this time? Uh, I definitely think so. Like I have, everyone's, I guess, has the same values as I do. Um, so it's been quite nice to speak to people who, you know, are like essential workers and who do work for the NHS and, you know, offer them like as much obviously as emotional support as I can give. Um, and just having people like to talk to that aren't your, you know, friends and family. Um, it's nice to have like a group of people where I feel like I can go online and say something and people will message me and be like, oh yeah, I totally feel the same way or, oh no, that's crazy or whatever. Like it's nice just to like share messages with people. Um, I posted something last night that was, um, it's a picture of two penguins cuddling and it's like the cutest thing ever because like both of them like penguins mate for life um and both of them lost their mates so like mm -hmm. they meet up every night and like just cuddle and it is honestly like the cutest thing ever and I posted it last night just because obviously like I'm not gonna not post a picture of penguins cuddling um, and I had like so many I had like over 100 dms this morning of people being like oh my god like that is the best thing I've ever seen and it's just nice to have like people to talk to about stuff that's maybe not as important or like not you know everyone's aware of like coronavirus and I feel like sometimes it's good to talk about the issues surrounding it but it's also good to talk about penguins cuddling of course yeah. yeah definitely and I think as well like right now um I was speaking with someone recently um so like particularly for a lot of people um say like queer people that are in sort of smaller towns or just people that in any way feel quite lonely or um maybe their family don't accept them if they're for people that are maybe in isolation right now that don't really have any solid form of um socializing like having these like communities online is really important and I think yeah sometimes like things like a picture of two penguins cuddling is like gonna add a lot of value to someone's day just in making them feel a little bit like biter yeah no definitely definitely I know there's definitely people I follow that I've started watching their um stories more often just because I know that they either post like really entertaining stuff or they post like things that I feel like I need to be aware of. Um, so it's nice just to have like a community of people who like are like, kind of all have the same like views and values as you, I, especially if you don't have access to them like in your day-to-day -day life. Mm -hmm. um, and do you feel like there's a certain level of pressure now that everyone is online to, you know, keep uploading new and exciting content every day? Um... I feel yes and no. I feel like I definitely put a lot of pressure on myself to upload as often as possible. But I feel like that's just because obviously you see everyone else and you're like, oh my God, everyone's being like so productive and I'm playing Animal Crossing and baking cakes. Like this is not what I should be doing with my day. Um, but on the other hand, like uploading stuff to stories feels really like natural and it's a nice way to get like conversation started so I do feel like there's a lot of pressure around like posting on the grid and stuff but a lot of that might just be things that I've internalized whereas posting on stories I feel like is just becoming a little bit more natural because everyone's in the same not everyone's in the same boat but we're most of us are just stuck inside so you know there's only so many things that we can share 
so it's just nice getting a bit more of like an insight into people's lives I guess what I've observed from social media recently is it seems to have became a lot more um, like cooperative so a lot of people are now doing challenges that then invite other people and it seems like everyone's sort of drawing one another in so it feels like social media is effectively doing more of what it's supposed to usually do which is it's allowing people to properly socialize and interact with people in a more genuine way yeah definitely like i i did um was it last not last week the week before i did like the insta rainbow challenge um which i thought was really cute and that was basically to like make everyone's like grids into a rainbow for like nine days because not everyone can put like a rainbow up in their window or like you know whatever um and then i've been doing the this old thing challenge which is basically like showcasing like a vintage or like secondhand piece from your wardrobe um and it's just stuff like that that gets like one your creativity like flowing and two like looking through hashtags and just like finding stories and like finding other people to follow like i think it's it's great because there's not like the algorithm isn't geared towards like finding I feel like finding people who are in your like creative niche whereas Mm -hmm. these challenges I feel like it's easy to like flick through them and be like oh my god I love like the look of that person like I love the their styling and it's easy to like find new people to follow Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's always just something to look at on the internet. And for me, like I'm, I'm kind of just flicking between like Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and then like back to Instagram again. And I'm just like, yeah. like doing that like all day practically. I'm on TikTok. Like I will yeah. lose about three hours on TikTok just scroll, just scrolling, and it's then I'm so like, Wait, oh, it's so entertaining. Like, and there's so much so many different like weird challenges and like funny it's uh, yeah yeah I mean I love it but I can I can't go on it um do you guys follow Gina Martin on Instagram um I don't I don't think so you should she's written a book she's an um like an activist but she um posts these like I think she calls them like vitamin p and she put, she basically hand picks like cute and funny videos from TikTok and posts them on her stories. So I go to her stories to watch them because I know if I go on TikTok, I'll lose three hours. <laughs> yeah. If I watch the stories, then it only takes me like half an hour. So <laughs> much easier. Yeah, I don't know how to stop with TikTok. Like, I, I think it's actually like, it's, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I think what's happening right now is usually i mean outside of um you know lockdown usually what happens is obviously you have like culture so things like music videos or whatnot and they'll then inspire a lot of what we see on social media but what seems to be happening now is obviously there's more of a a feedback loop so now a lot of musicians are like creating music videos with tiktok in mind like having certain dances that they know will be replicated and stuff so i think tiktok I mean, I personally can also lose like four hours of my life and not even realize on it. But it's, it's funny to see like all these different dances and how, you know, you can see these like dances in music videos and how they're kind of geared to like become something big on the internet. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think like there's just so many different types of content on there as well. It's and you just never know what's coming next because of the way the for you page is set up. I've <laughs> had so so much fun like playing with the algorithm just so that my TikTok is just like black and queer as fuck. <laughs> but <laughs> but I just think it's quite funny because like every time like I go on, it will just be hilarious and then at the same time like really thought provoking and then I'll like start thinking about something and then I end up down a pure rabbit hole like thinking about just different issues that I'm kind of interested in stuff as well and I'm glad we're doing like the podcast a lot more now as well because it just means that like I'm actually doing something useful with my time because honestly like all of my shit's been cancelled as well so I don't know like really how to (laughs) get through a day in a way that makes me feel productive or like I'm doing anything like worthwhile yeah Um, yeah like literally what you said about um like it's it's hard to be productive and I feel like all these people posting been like oh just structure your day how you would usually and I'm like yeah but if I get up at like 7 a.m and get ready and then sit down on my laptop what am I then gonna do at my laptop (laughs) (laughs) it's like you know in Finding Nemo where at the end they finally escape and then they're in those bags in the ocean and they're just like and now what (laughs) (laughs) yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's you at 9 a.m yeah yeah just in a in a bag of water in the ocean like well <laughs> so um what are like the main ways that you've been keeping busy during lockdown obviously we've already talked about some of them yeah i mean well animal crossing <laughs> yes <laughs> obviously um I, not even my switch i've basically stolen it off rich and i'm like well, you can't have this anymore like i'm playing it get get something else get, get your own game um I've been baking which I I can't bake I can bake two things so I've just been like baking them on repeat every few days so banana bread because everyone can make banana bread um and then this like almond cake thing that's this honestly it's like 90% sugar but it's amazing <laughs> um and yeah I've been I've been trying to keep busy on like social media so like if there's any challenges going about like doing them like the rainbow challenge and the this whole thing challenge um and yeah like just doing things like I've been I've put off for ages like we have cupboards like in the flat that when we moved in basically like everything that had no place to live went in the cupboard so then it became like Monica's cupboard from friends where it was just like, <laughs> <laughs> an actual disaster so like organize the cupboard clean the flat things I think that just keep you busy so you don't just sit down and have some sort of existential crisis yeah that's important my other thing is trying not to drink too much and I've stopped recently I've like had a couple of days where I'm like actually I don't need a drink well done <laughs> a couple of Would days you- of stopping drinking during the pandemic it's like almost impossible you're like sometimes you're just like I'm actually bored I'm just so bored like what else can I do do you know what I mean and I'm just like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna just sit and read a book and then it me my attempts at reading a book are hilarious so (laughs) that's what I've been attempting to do for the last couple of days like read and like focus but that's not actually a thing that I can do, so it's not not feasible. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's way better than playing Animal Crossing and drinking wine, which is what I've been doing. <laughs> I know, but I kind of miss the wine now, and I'm like, oh no, this is not good. <laughs> Maybe you should read and drink wine. I feel like that's what 
bougie like people in the Victorian days did. Uh, did you see that thing that was going around um, Instagram and it was Renaissance painting? Um, and I think someone had put the caption as, I now understand why um, there was a whole period in history where, where everyone just lay on sofas with their tits out not doing anything. And I was just <laughs> like, yes! yes! Oh my God, that's hilarious. Oh my God, and talking about ridiculous bougie people, have you seen that article about like how, um, I think it was in the Telegraph or something, it's about how rich people are really, like they're really suffering right now because like they don't know how to clean their houses or do their own laundry. Oh my God. Oh my god. I <laughs> feel like a tiny violin is playing somewhere. I know, it's just like too funny. Jesus. Jesus Christ. And they're talking about how their mansions are so big it's really hard to hoover them. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my god, die. <laughs> sorry, hashtag eat the rich, like, come on. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't hoover my mansion. I don't know about you guys, but that's definitely a common issue for me in my mansion. <laughs> It's usually so difficult, but like it's so funny because it's like I think they're almost like egging us on to eat them now. Like they yeah. kind of want us to eat them now. Yeah, like are, yeah, it's it's almost like that scene from Batman where like Bane's just like take the city, and you're like okay, kill. So, and it was was it um what's his name that owns Topshop? Uh, Philip Green. Philip Green, um. When he asked for a bailout, and it's like, you paid yourself, didn't pay yourself, sorry, you paid your wife so that you don't have to pay taxes, over a billion pounds, but oh you want the taxpayer to bail out your companies. Sorry, what? Like, Apparently Branson got a bailout. Oh, honestly, that's just like the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Like, I'm, if someone sues the NHS, don't give them any money. They're literally like a villain from a cartoon. <laughs> like he owns his own island. Oh, these people just need to be stopped like so badly. It's, oh, and it's, yeah, it's so funny because we're like pals with all of them. And I'm like, oh no. But back in the day, we didn't used to like really know exactly who they were. Now they're just like telling us their names, like their social security numbers, like where they live. Like, I think we should just do something soon. <laughs> I'm not inciting like a, a class <laughs> girl, <laughs> but like, well, guys, it was Sakai, so you know we can always <laughs> not actually inciting a class war. But if <laughs> yeah, if one happens, I know which side I'm on. <laughs> but yeah, oh yeah. So obviously, like one of the things most people are trying to do at the moment is like watch as much Netflix as possible. Um, so what have you been watching? Um, well, I, I did just start watching Last Man on Earth, but that's not on Netflix, that's on Amazon Prime. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, I have been watching a load of Gilmore Girls because I had never seen it the first time round. This was just like the perfect opportunity to watch a TV show where nothing actually happened. Literally, I'll watch an episode and then like five episodes later, nothing will have happened. Nothing happened. Like, things happen, but they're just not, like, major. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a window into, like, everyone's life just now. Just, like, if you want <laughs> a commentary on, like, present-day lockdown, just watch Gilmore Girls. Yeah, or, like, just remember what it used to be like when we could, people could go outside. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, look, they went to a coffee shop. Can't remember what that's like. I know, um, 
yeah. like living vicariously through the characters. Yeah, totally, totally. I'm like, oh look, nothing happens to them. Their life is really calm and like happy, and they get to leave the house. Great, that's that's all I'm watching. Like, at, yeah, at the start of the pandemic, I did watch quite a lot of like disaster movies. Um, <laughs> But that has stopped now because I feel like it was totally fucking up my mental health. I'm like, hey, I'm not anxious enough. Let's okay. just watch a movie where everyone dies. Yeah. They're, like top, they're top billing right now on Netflix. Everyone's watching like disaster stuff. Yeah, it's mad. It's actually mad. Yeah, it's like, let's just drink coffee and watch disaster movies until we induce a panic attack. I mean, mine's is more drink wine and watch disaster movies, which is basically has the same result except <laughs> you've got to laugh yeah you do or you would definitely cry so one thing i've also been watching which i'm sure the rest of the world has been is tiger king as well i mean that is probably the one tv show that i found like the most infuriating thing like i don't understand how people feel sorry for him i don't understand why people think he shouldn't be in jail I don't understand how people in America are allowed to keep tigers. Yeah, yeah. it's completely out of order in so many, like on so many levels. The, the yeah. show was just insane from beginning to end. Yeah, it was completely bonkers. Like the entire thing was completely, and like obviously he's now been turned into this like caricature and so is Carol Baskin. And I'm like, well, but like tigers in cages in america in like middle america how is this all right like yeah mm -hmm. there's also like several points throughout the series where it's basically basically admit to having just like killed tigers to make space so it's weird the fact that the documentary like it doesn't technically shy away from any of that but for a lot they almost like paint this like character, the Tiger King, as like someone worthy of like sympathy, but actually like the pretext of a lot of what is happening is like completely vile. Yeah, he's like like legitimately like one of like they all are like the worst people. Like that Doc Ansel. Oh my god, him. Oh, oh. Yeah, like Joe's on one side of a fucking America, like grooming young men. And he's on one side, of, the other side of America, riding fucking elephants about Florida and grooming young women. Like, it's just completely bonkers that they're all not in prison. Mm -hmm. They do kind of skip over the fact that he's blatantly using, like, he's basically putting these young men onto meth and then, like, making them quite susceptible and influence, like, easily influenced, and then basically yeah it's basically like manipulation and a lot of, a lot of the time they don't realize that this is happening but i mean two of the two of his husbands had like basically said that they were you know straight they don't fancy men so there's just yeah. there's just so many like questionable themes throughout the show yeah yeah i mean they basically have cults these these guys like the way that even the people that work at the their ranches or zoos or whatever we want to call them because they're just literally just criminal operations mm -hmm. but like everyone that works there everyone that associates with them seems to be kind of almost mesmerized and like sometimes when I was watching it I was like are you aware that like this guy is absolutely terrible or is it just that you love the animals so much or like what what is making you stay there you yeah. know so yeah. weird 
it was just yeah the whole thing was completely bonkers yeah I think the best thing to come out of the show and like the only thing that I really like enjoy and I don't know if this maybe contributes to trivializing like quite evil people but I just really like walking into a room and saying hello all cool cats and kittens like I realize it's trivializing Carol Baskin but I just find it such like a really strange way to greet people (laughs) it definitely is like a very bizarre like it's a very bizarre thing to say and now when anyone says it it actually makes my blood curdle a little bit (laughs) there's obviously been loads of like tiktok videos where like people are impersonating her blah 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 and legitimately when anyone says that i feel nauseous i'm just like oh god oh my god sorry trigger warning (laughs) (laughs) Because she fully killed her husband she and her husband. Uh, totally got away with it and loves it. <laughs> like, she loves the fact that she got away with it. it. Like, every time you see her talking about it, she's got this smirk on her face. Like, <laughs> I got away with it kind of thing. And you're just like, and you're supposed to be the quote-unquote good guy in this story, but, like, you're terrible. <laughs> like, you're also, like, keeping animals in cages and I don't understand how you're getting away with it. <laughs> Yeah, she looks like someone left like Stevie Nicks in the oven for too long and then she went to Coachella. <laughs> I don't know if that's like, I don't know if that possibly contributes to like ageism. That's not really what I'm going for. But she just, she doesn't look like a real person. She looks like an older person dressing up as a child going to Coachella. Yeah, yeah. it's just the flower crown. That's it. It's the only thing that's just the flower crown. And like, I hated, I hated that she called animal print cat print. Oh my God. That stressed me out so much. Like so, every time she said it, I would just get so annoyed. And Rich was just like, it's just what she calls it. And I was like, she's wrong. I can't, can't deal with it. You're probably like so um, blinkered by your hatred of her that like anything she says, you're just like, it's fucking animal print. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like fucking hell. Stop. killed your husband. Yeah, yeah, like, oh my god. I just remember so many times when I was watching it, like, I was getting so livid and then, like, really, like, disgusted to the point where I felt like I was going to vomit and I'd be like, why am I still watching this? Like, it's not making me feel good. (laughs) I watched it to the end because I legitimately felt like there had to be some sort of, like, redemption arc where, like, Hmm. all of the animals got saved and everything was then fine and they all went to prison but no one of them went to prison no animals were saved everyone is just terrible everyone is a garbage person like and you know that trump is a way to just like let joe exotic out of fucking prison like anytime soon you know it's happening that's how bad America is right now. Like that is the type of shit that he might do during a pandemic. That's what he will probably choose to put his energy into because he's such a tit. Like, <laughs> but it's just like, and I hate the fact that Joe is like really, really famous. And like when we were watching the, the um, like the fight, the act, what's it called? Like the after show thing that they did. Yeah, like the recap thing. See, when someone actually, like, confirmed that he knows, like, about the show, he's, like, absolutely basking in, like, the the glow of, like, like, of of his fame. And I was just like, oh, my God, he's actually happy. He's in prison and he's so happy. Yeah, he he can never get out. Like, he should never be let out of prison. Like, I'm sorry, like, even if you didn't put a hit out on another person, you Mm. killed five tigers. And that's the only only the ones we know about. 
Exactly. Like you're it's basically happened. you have staff that have admitted that it happened. Yeah. Like, oh, honestly, yeah, it's very, it makes me very angry that TV show. Also, the show, like, um, there was the issue, like, they constantly misgendered the one of the the people that worked at the place as well. There was just so many yeah. issues with the way that the the documentary was handled, like who they were painting in a favorable way and like certain things they were kind of skipping over it was just yeah. very questionable i heard that they were also like leaving out all his racism like apparently i was literally just about to say that <laughs> it's crazy yeah because they wanted to basically they wanted to make him like look like this crazy guy who he was but they also wanted to make him more likable so they just left out all this insane fucking middle america racist shit yeah and you're like oh god it just gets but you know you can tell by just looking at him that he was racist it's not oh, as yeah, if yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 it wasn't wasn't hard like you would assume that there would be like you know racist undertones to like everything he did but there's racist undertones to that mullet mullet <laughs> jeez <laughs> Oh my god. I think it's just like, you know, when people <laughs> make such an effort to like cut out stuff like that, mm. you're not given like a full portrayal of who someone is. Like, you're But just I think he showed himself to be like a textbook narcissistic lunatic because like when he, see when it was like tr that guy Travis that he was married to, it was his funeral and he was Oh my like, god. <sighs> Worst <laughs> funeral ever. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was so disrespectful. His poor mum was there. I was just like, what are you doing? Oh, it was honestly so, so bad. I think that was one of the points where I kind of had to stop for a minute and just be like, what am I watching? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what, what, what is this? Like, how did this happen? And it's on film as well. So he must have been like pure, I want you to, like he, like, you know, he, I would say that the funeral for Travis shouldn't have been in the documentary or shouldn't have been in any film. Like, yeah. actually, it's a funeral, right? But, like, the fact that he must have been, like, I want you to film all of this because he knew he was going to, like, say the shit about the balls and then he was going to sing. And he yeah. wanted that to be on camera. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Bad. Bad juju. A, yeah, a truly, <laughs> truly terrible person. Um. <laughs> Right, so we'll move on from Tiger King because I know we could probably <laughs> rant about it like all day. <laughs> um, so Amanda, so I saw you mentioned online that a lot of your work has been cancelled just now. What are some ways that people can support you in your work? Um, I think the things that make most difference um, and for like obviously coming out of this will help me get more work in the future is just like engaging with anything I put out so like liking and commenting on Instagram like reading my blog like watching my stories just like be present um that's that's basically it at the moment like there's no um there's not really like any other way like obviously like oh hello the vintage shop I own is closed at the moment because we're not posting anything out um so yes yeah, so that's that's it basically just be just be present and engaged on social media Please and thank you. <laughs> you also, um, you, um, I've seen that um, obviously your partner Rich, he also has um, a shop, just not, he has a shop as well. Could you yeah, tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so Rich owns um, Abandoned Chip Apparel. 
Um, so it's like an indie, uh, like clothing brand based in Dundee. Um, and they've just been doing like some pre-orders. Like their warehouse staff is like one guy um, who lives around the corner from the warehouse. So he's been going in like once a week um, and just like getting anything that's been ordered, like shipped out. Um, and then obviously like leaving it for the postman who picks it up. Like it's already like, you know, super social distanced. <coughs> like they're nowhere near each other. Um, mm. And Rich has started a Patreon. So like you can pay like I think it starts at like three pounds and for every different tier you get like artwork, like laptop screens, like uh like screensavers, like phone screens, like um access to like the cookbook he did. So he made a cookbook last week. Uh, yeah, which was good. It was great for me because obviously like he was just cooking the entire time. And Is like, he vegan also? Uh, he's not vegan, but we we do eat vegan in the house because I won't, obviously I don't want him to have meat in the house and we've not eaten, I've not eaten meat for like four years. So he, we haven't had meat in the house for I think maybe the past couple of years. I was okay with it at the start and then like now just the smell of it, it's not, not mm. great. And then obviously if he buys meat, I don't eat it. He's the one that has to eat all of it. It's so expensive. Like, all of these other factors. So the cookbook is fully vegan. Okay. Um, yeah, that was what I was, I was trying to, I was like, ooh, that sounds <laughs> You're like, mm. uh, Yeah, so the cookbook is fully vegan. Like, it's all, like, vegan Mexican food, like, that we just eat in the house, like, all the time. So, uh, mm -hmm, Nice. Yeah, so it was really good for me last week that he was just, like, cooking constantly. And I was like, yeah, that's good, right? You're cooking. Right, <laughs> we'll a different one next week. So uh, I don't have to do anything. Um... So yeah, so that obviously that helps because I'm all of my work's been cancelled at the moment. So Rich is technically paying for everything. Um, so yeah, so I guess if you want to help me out, then go buy go buy the cookbook or sign up to the Patreon. Yeah. And Rich gets really annoyed at me because I keep calling it Patron, and he's like oh, the same thing, and I'm like whatever. Like that's a drink, sweetie. Get your head out. <laughs> yeah, he's like no one wants Patron, and I'm like. Oh, okay. oh my god. I love the truck. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't. Is it not like coffee tequila? Yes. Uh, yeah. It's really quite intense. I've, I've never been able to drink it. No, I, no, it's not. That's not a thing I want. <laughs> um, and are there any like content creators that you feel deserve a mention or that inspire you? Um, I mean, obviously, I mentioned Gina Martin earlier. Uh, I've been following quite a lot of like activists online. So I'll follow, I follow Jamie Windust, I follow Aja Barbar, Demi Colleen. So I feel like all these people I follow, I feel like I'm being educated by them. Um, and obviously it's nice to go on people's stories and stuff and see like nice pictures and blah, blah, blah. But I feel like I'm getting the most out of like, watching people and listening to people who are starting like difficult conversations mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think J jamie especially like i always have loved their perspective um they definitely i mean through the magazine and everything else because i know you used to stock their magazine at the shop i'm pretty sure you can still get it through the website can't you yeah yeah you can still get a couple of uh issue two through the website obviously when it opens back up mm -hmm. so yeah i always i always really liked their perspective so yeah and um yeah, definitely, like, always nice to learn from people, like, there's certain, there's a, a bunch of people that I follow that, 
it just like offer me insight and like into things that I don't necessarily know much about, whether it be, you know, and black specific issues or trans specific issues. So it's always good to just kind of, um, yeah, learn and grow from one another in that respect. Yeah, definitely. I think like, obviously you can make your like social, like online social experience very like limited or you can use it to try and like broaden your horizons. And like, as you said, educate yourself about issues that you maybe don't know that much about. <coughs> Sorry, I'm... Are you okay? Is is it the Rona? I've got the Rona, guys. God. <laughs> oh my God, Rona. We've got like sound effects on the podcast. Well, firstly, hopefully you're all right. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think I do. I tried to slick back my hair, and there was a lot of hairspray used. So I feel like this is just like oh. the after effects. Oh, is that from like when you when you did the um, pull on the back the hair back? Yeah, yeah. So like I yeah, so like I, I slicked back my hair this morning and um there was a lot of hair gel and a lot of hairspray used. So I now I feel like my throat's just like, what have you done? <coughs> the things we do for art. I know the thing that I've been enjoying is not having to put so much product in my hair. I've been like quite enjoying like just actually really quite love being a slob, so just not wearing makeup and not <laughs> and not having to do my hair as much as like Oh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just yeah it's like, to be fair though, sometimes I have walked past the mirror and like caught sight of myself and just been like, oh god, I should probably brush my hair at some point <laughs> or put some makeup on. <laughs> I like I put makeup on the other day for this like don't rush challenge with like the gone apple people and it was so hard. I was like, I've t- I think I've forgotten like <laughs> how to do this. <laughs> I've forgotten how to get dressed like yeah like so if I take a picture for Instagram I'll maybe stay in the outfit for like an hour and then I'm like okay I'm done now I want to put pajamas back on yeah like, I don't understand how I'm gonna go out and be in the world after this and have to like it's so funny I, I put on skinny jeans yesterday to go for a walk and it was absolutely awful my legs were in so much pain <laughs> oh no it was just like, okay, what? I think maybe I've put on a wee bit of weight um, and the jeans don't really fit as well anymore, but they honestly felt like, I, I don't know, they were just like way too tight. And I was just like, has this always been how it was? Or Yeah, I feel like it, it's at the end of, do you never get that at like the end of summer where you've not actually worn trousers or jeans in so long because it's been so hot? <laughs> and then you put a pair of jeans on and your legs are like, I'm sorry, what is happening? <laughs> Yeah, they were like actually freaking out. So um, I'm quite worried about when we do have to go back outside again and we have to put clothes on properly and just be be like real people again. I feel like everyone will hopefully have lowered their expectations because we're all <laughs> so used to this that like we'll all just be going around like slobs from here on out. <laughs> hopefully like, not. I was actually thinking about this this morning. Like I feel like it's just going to be really weird when yeah. like the, the lockdown is ended because I obviously don't want to sound pessimistic or like mm-hmm. what's what's the other the other word like I don't want to like in, put it out into the universe that I'm like yeah encouraging this to happen but like I don't think we're going to be out of lockdown for a while yeah like, I've I mean- got friends in Italy and Spain and like, I mean, the borders in the UK are still open. Like you can still technically fly here. They're just 
which is crazy. Um, they're just asking you not to, which is insane. Um, <laughs> my, my friends abroad are just like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And I'm like, oh, who knows? I have no idea. I think they're. I don't think they're trying to stop the the virus. Is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> no, they're not. They're totally not. Like that herd immunity thing. Like Boris was fucking touting at the start. Like now he's just like, oh well. This is a mistake. <laughs> oh no. Like yeah. yeah like, you don't actually don't care about like working class and like poor people. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's funny because it's like there's so many examples of countries all around the world that have done it better. And like, I mean, just thousands and thousands of examples of like, even countries that have very little, like, you know, the countries that everyone's like, oh my God, this is considered the third world. And they're just like, nah, we're like locking this shit down because we're just not dealing, we're not actually going to let it get bad. And then like here, it's just like, we have all these resources. We're apparently supposed to be advanced and apparently superior to everybody but we can't seem to just close the border and it doesn't actually make any sense it's like I don't know it's counterproductive as hell and it's it feels like the UK and the US are on like an actual suicide mission yeah no it totally does like the the other night I am not ashamed to say I googled how to move to New Zealand (laughs) (laughs) that is so funny I love Scotland but like I feel like we're, I've, I honestly feel like if independence doesn't happen, the Tories are just going to, like, drag us down with them. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool, well, I'll just move to a country who seems to be, like, actually, like, taking care of their citizens and, like, being nice people. Also, plus size, plus side has better weather, <laughs> like. Yeah. A friend of lives in Taiwan and she says that they've dealt with it incredibly well and it's not been really publicised in the news like worldwide but Taiwan yeah, they've had something like six deaths or something yeah they've barely de- yeah. Like, last week or something like that they had three days with, with zero cases um, so I think that like there's obviously places and I, I think if, if our borders aren't closed and we can get on flights maybe we just need to go <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we need to make sure the countries are at other countries letting us in, though, first. Yeah, if they let us in, then I yeah, might you're not <laughs> Please let us in, we're bailing on our country, sorry. <laughs> might have to be the way. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I mean, yeah, New Zealand is quite far away. So is Taiwan, Taiwan though, so. Yeah. I was like, kind of find somewhere closer to home, and then I was like, oh. We're running out of Like, closer to home is a mess. Yeah, Yeah. close to home is a mess. Like, I I spoke to my friend in Spain, and I was just like, oh, when do you think they'll, like, open their borders? And she was just like, not till next year. Uh, And then I don't even know, like, when. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is it not just the weirdest situation you've ever experienced in your life? I think everyone knows that, that, but, like, every time... Again, what 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 stage of grief am I in right now? I'm not in denial. <laughs> I feel like just I don't I don't know like shock maybe. <laughs> I need I need to look them up again. I'm, <laughs> I'm just baffled at the moment. <laughs> yeah, 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 like what is happening? Yeah, but next you'll go to anger because you'll realise like how incompetent our government is, and then you'll go yeah. back to just being like really fucking depressed. 
Yeah. I don't it's think that'll be a long process of, of, of um, figuring that out. <laughs> I think it's like been the case um, even before the virus. It's just, I think what I'm hoping comes from this is the because our government are doing such a mess of everything, hopefully like Nicola Sturgeon will be in a better position to actually just be like, do you know what? I'm taking control of Scotland because I'm not putting my citizens at risk because you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, like that would, that would be really nice. Every day I'm waiting for her to do that, to be honest. I'm just waiting for the moment. Yeah, I'm kind of like, where have you been? Like, where, like, can we get some sort of information from you? Like, I, I like the SNP, I'm not their biggest fan. Like, mm. if I had it my way, I like, I'm a Green Party voter, like, through and through. But obviously, I, I will vote for the SNP until we get independence. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm just like, wait, like, give us some information, Nicola. Even if it is like, cool, we're just gonna put a big wall up at the border and like, <laughs> fuck <laughs> those guys. <laughs> no, I think it's just the fact that she. I guess like there's been times when she, I, I didn't really agree with her doing that whole, um, oh, you can only go out to places where like there's like less than 500 people or whatever. I thought that was really stupid. I thought she should have just been like from day one, she should have put her foot down and just yeah. been like, Nuff. don't fucking go outside. Mm -hmm. Cause we can't afford that. Like we actually can't afford for our population to dip like any more than already is. We were in a, like, Scotland needs people to be coming into the country like and I think that the fact that um she didn't do that from day one is quite frustrating like I, I feel like she can at any point just turn around and just be like look I'm taking control but I think if it was me I would have just been like listen <laughs> listen stay in your fucking house <laughs> this this shit is getting out of control fast and um we're technically a different country so we're not listening to them <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, cool, we're kind of a bit devolved, so it's okay, like, we'll just, uh, we'll just not leave, and then no one can come in. Sorry. Yeah, it's just so silly. It's, it's crazy, Espe yeah, especially when you're watching, like, like, hearing things about, um, like, New Zealand and, like, Taiwan, and I'm pretty sure there was, like, a couple of other countries on that list who were, like, had, like, the lowest death rates, and they were all run by women. I think she's done an okay job, but I just feel like she needs to be more firm and, like, more clear, like, as in, like, this is almost, like, the perfect moment. I don't want her to, like, use the, the pandemic as an opportunity, an opportunity, but I also do, in some ways, want her to just, like, say, look, I... I have to govern this country as though it is separate because the UK is acting crazy. Yeah, so like, she, has, she has to, I feel like, yeah, I just want her to take more control. Obviously, I don't know how much control she is allowed to take, but, mm. you know, like a, a message every now and again, like, yeah. a, a, like, a, like a press like meeting every now and again where she's just like, hey guys, still stay inside, still so, <laughs> like, just, be reassuring just be present i think so um someone that i'm i'm good friends with actually and um, works on devolution for the scottish government and he was saying that basically right now what they are working on is effectively extending a lot of the the provisions that have been put in place from the uk government and like taking them further within scotland and some of what he was saying was basically like they're almost trying to put things in place in, in the instance where effectively Scotland were 
governing themselves because mm-hmm. I think a lot of these conversations probably are happening behind the scenes. It's just yeah. obviously... I, Go on. I was just going to say, it's obviously like we don't know that they're happening, mm-hmm. which can be frustrating. Like, I feel like if it's almost like just tell us what you're working on so that we understand why there's it feels like there's radio silence yeah, yeah i think i think so she has been doing like well I, I don't know i haven't i haven't seen that she's been doing stuff like every day i've seen she's done quite a bit but yeah i think with a lot of things though it's almost like if we announced if we announced we were doing this project before we'd even started it then it just kind of gives people false hope um, so and so also gives people like an opportunity to be like they're doing the worst thing ever like i get mm-hmm. that the papers are like absolute monsters so Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they always twist everything that she says and does anyway. So I think yeah. maybe it's about being cautious. You might, and, yeah, I think she should be practical, happen. hopefully anyway. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, and I did see her post about Ramadan, like, yesterday, I think. Or the, the yeah, day yeah. She's doing little things, but she's probably just, like, knee-deep in fucking, like, just legislation and trying to figure out how to, like, save us from the craziness that's going on down south. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> so, um, Amanda, just before we sign off, do you have any sort of um, la- um, final words or things you want to plug or things you want to say to our listeners? Um, nothing to plug. Obviously, follow me on Instagram. <clears throat> <laughs> I think the most important thing is like just look after each other and make sure that you're taking care of your mental health as well as, you know, trying to fight off boredom. Like, don't don't watch the news too much if you can help it. Like, stay informed, but don't let it drag you into, like, this weird, dark rabbit hole of just everything that is wrong in the world, um, which is something I definitely struggle with. Um, so, yeah, so just watch, like, look after your mental health, like, watch out for your neighbours, and, yeah, try and stay try and stay sane in this completely bonkers time that we're living in (laughs) stay sane stay safe wash your hands yeah (laughs) stay stay sane wash your fucking hands (laughs) put that on a slogan (laughs) yeah should be on a (laughs) t-shirt i think there's gonna be so many t-shirts with wash your hands on (laughs) probably probably i mean who wasn't washing their hands before this anyway everybody Yeah, people are minks. Yeah. <laughs> well, Amanda, it's been amazing having you on the podcast. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. It's been uh, definitely made my Friday a little bit brighter. Oh, well, that's lovely to hear. And yes, you can all follow Amanda on social media. Keep updated when she opens up her vintage shop again. Be sure to check that out. Obviously, we've already mentioned um, Rich's shop, uh, Abandoned Ship Apparel. So yeah, go and check all those things out. It's been lovely. Um, Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yeah, that was a fun interview. Yeah, I hope that uh, everyone enjoys that. Really, really enjoyed it. I enjoyed being part of it this time. Um, just weird when you're interviewing people isn't it it's different like we're so used to just like chatting to each other about nonsense and then like like having to remember like to ask questions and stuff it's really funny (laughs) yeah
I think that was nice because it was it kind of had a similar flow to if it was just the, the two of us it just felt yeah. very conversational and natural so um, I think because we already like had like spent like we'd already done like the the shoot with Amanda before so we already kind of had a bit of rapport so yeah um, it was really good fun yeah so um thanks again to Amanda aka Honeypot Kisses for joining us um on the podcast today um like we said we can um you can follow her on uh, social media and uh yeah support her amazing work yeah so this has been the 21st episode of Egress. goodbye bye